I think Zach Levine winning the MVP would be crazy, but all right, we Bro, his odds yeah, for it's, MVP, it's... his odds for MVP is plus twenty five thousand. Sheesh, <laughs> I think yeah, Steph that's a bag. I, I gotta take that. I gotta take that, boy. Hey, but, you put ten on that. You a solid. You a solid. It, it's just you I don't know twenty five hundred, right? Yeah. I mean, Levine, no. Levine ain't entered that that category to where even if he had the season, I don't feel like they would give him MVP just because like exactly like from a marketing standpoint, how did the league be like? Right, right. It ain't exactly narrative. But hear me out. Hear me out though. People sleep on how important the Chicago market is to the NBA. If you True. really think about it, Chicago is a, ooh, a huge city, and a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people claim Chicago that like are from nowhere near there and just like love the teams for whatever yeah. reason. All the old heads that like, oh yeah, I was a Bulls fan when Jordan was playing, are now like, hmm, this Zach right. character can do more than dunk. But anyway, we'll we'll get into all that uh, later on in the show. But y'all know how we always start the show, man. We got to start it off. With a would you rather or or rather would you do this thing? Okay. So today we're gonna start off like this. Um, if there was a dice and this dice was a hundred sided, right? And every time that you roll this dice, whatever number it lands on, two through a hundred, you get ten thousand dollars. But every time it lands on the number one, you lose a limb. Are you rolling the dice? And how many times are you rolling? In my current predicament, uh-huh. I'm rolling it one time. Mm. Cause because I'm like, I don't make the most money. I'm making the most money I ever have. But also I'm in a situation to where ten thousand dollars will honestly solve all of my issues and I'd be able to put most of that away, honestly. Okay. Okay, Chris, would you do it? Would you roll the dice? Ten racks ain't ain't a lot, uh, ain't enough for me to lose a limb, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Right. When you say limb, we we talking about it. like, do I get to lose like uh, a fit? You, you would lose like your arm. arm. No, you you would lose your arm from elbow down, and then you could go up to here down. Ten racks ain't enough for me, man. If it was fifty, I might think about it. Like ten racks, I'm not even looking at the dice. I'm like, uh, nice try. But 50, I look at the dice. Or 100, I... Hey, listen. <laughs> hey, listen. The odds are 1 in 100. Boy, I'm rolling that dice until I get God at least twice. Because if I get God, <laughs> here's, the thing. here's the thing, right? Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Okay? If I'm rolling the dice and I come up good 10 times, right? All right. I done came up 100 racks. And then I hit and boom. My arm from here down getting chopped off. Well, what's the point of this? What's the point? Let me go ahead and keep rolling till that's gone too. And then, you know what I mean? Like that's just that's just how I'm playing. You know I, mean? I mean, at that point, you done rolled it so many times, you can get a new arm. That right? Prosthetics. <laughs> okay, I'm just saying. I'm just no, saying. I, I, I mean, the, the way my life is going. I think I got pretty decent luck in life, so I don't think my first roll I'm hitting a one, but I'm I'm rolling it at least once just so I, I can I'll tell you what, clear a little dead at least. That's what I'm saying. I'll roll until I got enough to buy a Chevy Silverado, no questions asked. Like, just walk up to the... Because if I hit eight times, I'm good at that. But I don't need nothing else. I don't need nothing else. That's the only <laughs> thing that I... All my life, I wanted a pickup truck. After I get that, I'm good to go. Anyway, shout out to Panda for the subscription. 
Oh, go ahead, Chris. Go ahead. Said, you, you're sorry. not doing it. I, I couldn't do it for 10 names. I understand. I, hey, listen, I understand, but I'm to, hey, I come from the trenches, nah. I come from the trenches. <laughs> hey, what this hell say? I'm leaving I'm with something. something. <laughs> hey, hey, tell him, Josh. I'm, we from around the way. Right? I'm, I'm leaving with something. With some, on an unrelated topic, y'all remember those Scholastic Book Fairs, bro? Yeah, Man. bro. Hey, hey, have y'all ever stole from the Scholastic Book Fair? I'm not gonna lie, I used to be King Thief in there. I used to take my friend no. $5 because they wouldn't let you go in if you ain't had no bread. I would take my friend $5 and go in there and like steal as much as I could without <laughs> hey, getting Hey, how about, how about, ain't that, ain't that like, ain't that like categorizing people, man, when, um, you making them show you money before you go in the book fair? Like, ain't that, yeah. ain't that jacked up as yeah. a kid? Yeah. You got to right. show them some bread to go in there and look at books? Like, hey, what? hey, hey, Blanco Hip. I used to walk out there. <laughs> Boy, hey, I used to be, I was four pockets full before little baby. You understand? My pockets used to be. I ain't going to cap them. Them um them 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 Naruto comic books, boy. I used to have them, boy. In my winter coat right there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, did the next the next one come back? I go put it back. <laughs> I go put it back. So so here's the thing. Back. I didn't only because I wasn't broke till middle school. When I was in elementary school, my pops had a good job. He ain't lose his job till I was in fifth grade. So I had bread to go to the book fair. That's tough. I mean, that's tough. I, 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 you know, I, I, I did. I still have bread. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the best part about growing up broke, because everybody around you is broke, and you don't right. know that y'all are broke until you get out, and you like, oh, damn, wait, what, y'all? y'all hey, man, Gibbs. Honestly, I mean, it gave me a good range of character. But I would have honestly preferred to be broke my whole childhood as opposed to like my dad making six figures and then being because one day I just woke up and we was eating noodles and I'm like, what is this? Like, bro, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> honestly, honestly, it's cool because it's like, hey, bro, I'm used to sleeping on the floor at Plymouth Square. Like, that's not like crazy. <laughs> like, I, bro, I ain't sleeping in a king size bed until I got to college. Like, real, real Man. still. I never saw one in my life. I'm looking at my pops like, yo, why is the oven heating up the crib right now? What are you on, oh, bro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're <laughs> Hey, when you gotta heat the crib with the oven, you're on a different time. Let, let's get into this show, man. Let's get into this show. Because it's, it's it's a lot going on. It's a lot going on from the Scholastic Book Fair to heating the house with the oven. But we gotta talk about sports too, because if we talk about heating up, we gotta talk about the Ball Brothers, Pauls. Anyway, we gotta talk about the Ball Brothers, man. You got both there are only three undefeated teams still left in the East, and two of them belong to the Ball family. That is crazy. And then we got, you know, speaking of bread, somebody just gave away a retirement plan to Tom Brady for um a thousand dollars, uh, a signed jersey and a replacement football. So we gotta talk about that. And um the World Series. Are we all Braves fans now? Braves Astros, what's going on? By the way, if you look, if you watch uh, the Off the Ball Podcast Network, you would have seen me predict the Braves going to the World Series. Anywho, um, other than that, we have the uh, the Chiefs. Is the Chiefs dynasty over? These are questions that need to be asked. And LA is an urban city, right? Another question we'll talk about a little later on this show. <laughs> so, anywho, that's what we got on the docket for today. That's all I can show y'all. So good to yes, me, sir. Yes, sir. All righty, well, let's get into the show. But before we do, we got to get these introductions. What's up, y'all? Have a seat. It's your favorite hour of the week with the facts over Axe Crew. We got the master, the mixing master, Josh Guyton in the building. That is I. We got the money man, the man with the player, Chris Allen in the building. Right here, right here. 
And then you got the little old MC. That is me, Kenton Gibbs. Now, fellas, Tom Brady becomes the first ever player to throw for 600 touchdowns in a career. And at this point, he's just he's playing with the church's money. He's every time he throws for another yard, every touchdown, every win. It's literally him just padding the records he already has. So um, with that being said, I don't think that there's too much debate about whether or not Brady is a great. But how much would they have to give you to give that 600? I mean, to give the uh, 600th touchdown ball back. And again, I'm going to tell you what the fan got, because the fan also requested that he gets to play a round of golf with Tom Brady. Um, But the deal he got was two jerseys that are going to be signed, a helmet, a replacement football, and $1,000 to the Buccaneers gift shop. So how much would the Bucs or Tom Brady, would would they have had to give you for uh, that ball? Okay, so think about it from um, I was thinking about it from this perspective. The dude that got the football is already sitting front row. Yes, at a team that's they probably got the highest tickets in the NFL just because of the success of the team and who their quarterback is, right? Mm-hmm. So he's probably already well off. So at this point, he's in it from the standpoint of he's a huge fan of the Buccaneers. So if they give him some stuff from from who is probably his favorite player right now. And he gets some stuff from the gift shop and he get to load up his man cave at the career with Buccaneers paraphernalia. <clears throat> I understand his his point of view. But me, knowing how much sports stuff start for, because I'm a fan of that team and I want Brady to get his ball, we got to start the conversation at 200 racks. Absolutely. That's where we start the conversation. Absolutely. Because because you saying that he requested a round of golf for Brady sealed the deal for me. He already well off. He already got money. He just trying to live out his best fan experience. So the lowest level, uh, the lowest level end zone tickets where he was. And I'm looking at a uh, game that's going to be of some importance as well. So I'm looking at the uh, bills coming to town. The lowest tickets that they have there are. Uh, about 450 bucks, 450 to 500 bucks. So that's, oh, I'm sorry, 600. 350 to 600 is the range you're looking at for tickets there. So, yeah. Have you have you ever paid triple digit for any tickets? I mean, no, but <laughs> I mean, but, but you got to understand, I was broke for like a long time in life. Like I'm just now. In, so like now... I think I'll pay triple digits for some tickets. You know what I mean? Like, I have. I, I, I can't. I have. When I went to the uh, Rockets game down there for MLK weekend in Houston, I I dang near was on the front row. I ain't going to lie to y'all. But uh, Chris, how much but, did they have to give you to get that ball back? Because I know Chris going to come with the, the, the knowledge on this. How much did they have to pay you to get that ball back, Chris? Brady, me and you, we're going to the strip, and you got to throw me your 601. Touchdown pass. <laughs> That's what they got to give me. That's what they got to give me. I ain't give you no $600,000 football back. Boy, it's dumb. If I hold that ball for 10 years, that ball would be $6 million. That, that And you know that what's crazy? $6 million. And you know what's crazy? This is, what, this is the standpoint that I look at it from, right? Because I was telling one of my friends earlier, I said, if, if you give me that 600 touchdown uh, pass ball, right? I'm going to hold on to it. I'm not even going to sell it because the estimates right now, the lowest estimate is 600000 The highest that I saw was $1.8 million. That's the highest that they're assuming someone would bid on this. Yeah. If you give me that ball today, 
Why would I sell it today? I would at least wait until Brady retire. And if I'm in a good position when he retire, honestly, I'm going to hold it till he die. I'm going to hold it to... Here's my thing, though. Here's my thing, though. I thought about it from this perspective, and I don't want to bring this viewpoint to the show necessarily. But if you say, yo, no, I'm good. I'm holding on to that ball. You might not have a chance to reap the benefits, bro. They're going to get that ball from you. Let me explain something to you. (laughs) Let me explain something to you. I, oh God! You you've seen the movie Lottery Ticket with Bow Wow, right? I'm assuming uh-huh. both of y'all saw it. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. You know what I would have did if I would have hit that lottery? I would have just simply not told anybody and left. Like they would have saw me. In the, <laughs> the they would have been like, "Yo, where did Calvin go?" I don't know. No, them ca- them cameras know who who got that ball. Listen, you. But that's the thing. Legally, the NFL can do nothing once they give that ball up. The stadium. The officials in the stadium, the team. I wouldn't say they was getting it from you legally. Hey, do your worst. (laughs) Do your Because guess what? Because guess what? Even if you kill me, I don't. And one of my friends was telling me, well, how old is Brady and how old are you? I'm like, bro, first of all, Brady is like 20 years older than me. Let's start there. And they were like, yeah, but mortality rates, a black man going to die before him. And I'm like, well, that's true. But the money don't have to go to me. The, the, he has to outlive my entire bloodline for me to not collect <laughs> big time on that, bro. What? Right. I, you're not getting the, in the words of Pusha. I see, come get it back in blood, okay? Because <laughs> that's the only way I, you're getting that. I would have, I would have said, Brady, you got to be at the hospital when my kid is born. That's what I would have said. <laughs> so, <laughs> you so, better be hey, at the hospital when my kid is born. Me and Blanco would have been on the better game plan. As soon as they give me that ball and they say, "Hey, Ken, that's the 600 touchdown ball." Word. You know how they say if a black person leave without saying goodbye to nobody, we all assume somebody stole something. Y'all would have assumed I stole like a thief in the night that day. You said this 600? All right, hey, I got to go back. Say my seat. Say, hey, you're right. Bro, say my seat. I'll be right back. Listen, listen, listen. Leave your car there and everything. Just take an Uber to the crib. Look, bro, I'll take an Uber to the crib, right? Bro, they're going to be like, bro, his car still, he's somewhere around here. Yeah, bro, right. I, 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 bro, I, bro, that you're not hearing from me again. Shannon Sharp said that he was gonna have to get at least 200k, and I'm like, bro, Shannon Sharp is a millionaire. He talking about you is not getting yeah. that bread up on. <laughs> Listen, whoever's in that front row, more power to you. You are, in the words of Denzel, you got to be the biggest fool out of scene because a thousand dollars to the Bucks gift shop. Bro, the Bucks not going to be even that much bu- Right. It's not even that much Bucks gear that I told y'all, man. He about to just, like, he he already got bread. He about to load up on his man cave. He about to get a couple of pennants. He about to get a jersey. Like, like, you, Some you know like, what jersey's else? so expensive now that you he probably only going to be able to get, like, three jerseys. Hey, hey, peep this. You know what else you can get three jerseys with? $600,000. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 you know what's, you know what's real crazy about it, kids? And Brady don't even finish there for his career. He's cooked. He's oh, cooked. but here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think Brady is done after like I think he got this year, maybe one more year left him. But the fact yeah. of the matter is, to me, that ball and the last touchdown pass he throws, man, it's gonna be. Listen, I I promise you, I might have to show up for that game <laughs> in hopes and hope front row, just in hopes that Mike Evans gives me one more. Li- Hey, have y'all ever gotten anything uh, from a sports game? Like y'all ever caught a foul ball or anything like that? No, nah, nah. they got a better oh, chance of getting struck by lightning. They say. 
I won. Um, they did. You know, they do the little random seats. This seat wins so and so. I won a. Uh, I was at a Tigers game and I got an autograph ball from. I think it was Phil Coke. I don't even know where it's at, bro. But I, I went to the crib and threw it in the closet. I'll, t- <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Whoever you just named ain't Tom Brady. I'll tell you that. Much. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. Okay, that's like the Barry Bonds, the the record setting home run landing at you, and you like. Oh man, I gotta give this back. Did y'all ever hear the story about the dude that caught that record setting uh home run for Barry Bonds? No, what happened? Bro was in line getting nachos and the ball landed in his nacho tray. And oh, he was wow. out of there. They had to go find him. We're like, yo, well, how much you want? He he bro, it landed in his tray and he said, This what? And he was out of there, bro. Yes, yeah, that's my boy. That's how you do it. That's how because guess what? Guess what? Guess what? You're not getting that ball up off of me. I'm not even bro. Oh God, the first thing I'm doing is going to the bank. Hey, yo, y'all got them safety deposit boxes? Y'all got larger ones, right? Yeah. Listen, Here you bro. go. Put this in there. Uh, Brady, this is, these are all the people in my Brady, if I die. Bro, Brady would have been paying for my kids' tuition in college. He would have been paying for oh, my God. next three cars. Oh, God. He would have been paying for my house. He would have been paying Hello. for my wedding. Hello. He would have been paying That's for what, everything. The, the minimum, the bare minimum. Because, see, I understand. Like, And we're going to move on to talking about some other fandom in just a second. But I understand fandom. The the dead bottom of what you had to pay me for my favorite team, which I know that this is I know y'all gonna look at me crazy when I say this. My favorite team of all time is the Detroit Lions, man. That's the team that more than any other, I just love to the bones. I I love them irrationally. It don't even make sense for me to like them no more. I'm you still got a big heart, buddy. I, yeah, yeah, well, bigger than John Q. Son, and his joint was oversized. And then now, now what you got to understand here, what you got to understand here is if, again, like I said before the show started, if we draft the quarterback in the next draft and he goes on to throw something crazy, throw like he goes on and demolishes everything Brady ever did, and one of his receivers give me the ball by accident, bro, what? What what you want? What you want from me? I'm not giving you this back. <laughs> all right, all right. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Just pay off the rest of my mortgage and put my kid through school, and we're good. We're good. That's all you got to do. That's all you got. You a hundred millionaire? You ain't gonna miss that bread. You ain't gonna right. miss it. Anywho, uh, we're speaking of fandom. Are we all Braves fans now? The oh yeah, the World Series is Astros Braves. Are we all Braves fans? Without a doubt. Chris, you rocking with the Braves or the Astros? No questions asked. You yes, know, I, I'm glad that we you all. Know I like to be different, but <laughs> I'm glad that we all here, man. Because it, it's just something that feels dirty about the Braves winning. Like even though we, I mean, the Astros winning. Like even though we know that they're not cheating anymore, it just feels dirty. It just feels gross. All right, Gibbs, I gotta, I gotta do this. I gotta do this. I gotta. Oh, do well, this. come on and do it. I, I gotta do Let's this. Go. Come on, just cause, just cause you cheat on your girl, she take you back. Just mean you just the same, huh? Just mean you a saint, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna hold you. I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking the same <laughs> thing. Let's go. So, so that be that be all them times, all them times that Cookie went back to magic. He was just a new man. <laughs> Bro, He's why saint, magic huh? keep catching straight? Because <laughs> magic is gonna shut us down, bro. <laughs> Please leave magic <laughs> alone. I mean, I mean, at the end of that cookie did get paid. That's why I joke about it. Cause I mean, 
Cookie end up winning at the end of the day. She she she's with Magic, you know. Magic is she, almost yeah, she a billionaire. Went a billionaire. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, I mean, at the end of the day, you could laugh at her all you want, but she got the last laugh. She could she could go drop her bank account on me and I die. So, <laughs> imagine imagine going to your husband's movie theater. Like, oh yeah, I'm going, <laughs> I'm going to my husband's spot, and then like like most people, that's like one restaurant. Even if you do got like a family restaurant that was passed down. Nah, like which which one of my husband's spots do we want to go to today? Like, <laughs> right. Come on, bro. Or or or, or, or should I draw the Bugatti or the Lamb truck today? You know, you know what hey, I mean? just what, like <laughs> what future say? You want to cry in the Benz or you want to cry in the Altima? You know what I mean? Like, hey, it's, it's worse people to get cheated on. I just I but, get cheated but, on by. But anyway, that's what the Astros they got away with it too. Like, have we ever seen anything in sports where they got away with it like this? Like. Like where they 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 like basically completely threw under the rug. Like even the, even the Patriots, the Americans' favorite team in the world was the Patriots at one point, and they kind of got punished for it. Brady got suspended for a couple of games for deflate gate. Like the Astros really didn't see any punishment. Seriously, yeah. they got swept under the rug. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I get that. I get that. But that's but that's part of why we're all Braves fans. Like had they gotten. Some like severe, like, hey, listen, anybody who was involved with that, you're gone. You're yeah, it, it was, was no involved, repercussions. Like, there was like, yo, this team cheated, and it was like, all right, we'll get rid of the manager. And it was just the same team out there the, the, the next year. Yeah, yeah. To me, at, at that point, it just it feels sleazy. It feels sleazy to root for the yeah. Astros. It really does. It, um, I can't do it, man. I, I can't do it. And also, you got to love it for this Braves team, man. To lose your All-Stars and somehow get better is like... And, and it's not like a Bryce Harper situation with the Nationals where, like, they lost Bryce and then it took them a couple years and, like, they figured it out and they got some pieces and they started the season with those pieces and they got better. No, like, the, the Braves lost their stars mid-season and they just figured it out. That's yeah. That, to me, is is something that you, you've got to root for. Now, now, one thing I will say is I don't want the Astros to win, but if they did find a way to win, it would be nice to see Dusty Baker get a get a ring as a manager. You know, that that's the that, that's the equivalent to Gibbs seeing Cliff Kingsbury get a ring. Like that hearing that from Kyler <laughs> right, is the right. equivalent. Because here's the thing. Because here's the thing. Kyler Murray is is one of my guys. I that's I, I hate quarterbacks, and everybody who knows me knows this about me. But it's about three of them that I'm like. The kid's all right. And Kyler Murray is one of them. I mean, Kyler getting the ring, D-Hop getting the ring, Chandler Jones getting the ring. Like, eh, those are some of my guys, man. Uh, James Conner, a guy who beat cancer and came back and played football. Like, you know, this is worse people to get a ring. I'll tell you that much. So, you know, there's pluses and minuses to every ring, apparently. But uh, that's, (laughs) that's just the reality there. And... At the end of the day, these teams, they're, like I said, it's, it's plus and minuses to every ring. And let's talk about the pluses and minuses of the Ball family here for a second. Three undefeated teams in the East, the Washington Wizards, the Chicago no, no, no. Bulls. Oh, oh, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, the Chicago Bulls and the, um, the Charlotte Hornets. Obviously, the Bulls got Lonzo and the Hornets got Melo. Fellas, is this are these going to be two contenders late in the season? And and let me just ask you this: 
Some people are even starting chants for MVP when Melo's at the free throw line. Is it that? <laughs> is it like that? Is it? Are we there? Are we? I was there? surprised. I was surprised Vegas even gave him a line for MVP. They gave him a plus two thousand line for MVP. I was surprised at that. I'll tell you what. I know that the the Hornets are a young team, right? But if Charlotte is like a three, two, three seed, I think that Lamelo is definitely. Definitely going to end up winning that MVP. So, so here's the thing. I both think that that Charlotte and uh, Chicago are going to make the playoffs. I messed up last week and left out Chicago, but Chicago was my sleeper team to make it deep into the playoffs. My only thing is um, I think it's just a case of, especially with Charlotte, I think it's a young team starting out hot. And once experienced teams get a game plan together, figure out what's going on. Charlotte is running at 100 miles an hour right now. You can't do that the whole season. Once they slow down, of course, they're going to slow down. I think they're going to be a play-in team, 7-8 seed, something like that. Um, Chicago, on the other hand, they got a lot of vets. They know how to play basketball. It, they're just one of those teams that I don't think they have the star power or the person that you can give the ball to. No disrespect to Zach Levine, but the person you can give the ball to and say like, hey, this is the Eastern Conference Finals. I need you to win this game, especially when you want to go against a team that got Giannis. You had to go against a team that got Kevin Durant, right? Um, I mean, that's kind of a lot of disrespect to Zach Levine. It's not, though. Because look. We talking on a tier. We talking Giannis, KD. We talking on a, a tier of first ballot Hall of Famer. We talking about 75, top 75. But, the, but, this, but this is what I'm saying. But this is what I'm saying. When you look at that team that the Bulls have assembled, he's not going to have to be just that. Like, no, he's not going to. No, no, no. You yeah, think yes, that Zach yes, Levine is going to have to do what KD had to do for the Nets last year? For them to, to, to beat the Bucks? To, bro, absolutely. Yeah. What? Absolutely. No. KD had 49, 20, and 10 and still lost the series. That's my point. That's my point. <laughs> the Nets, okay, the Nets had half of James Harden, who already, when fully healthy, is a slight defensive liability. And then beyond that, who else did they have that you like? Hey, bro, you got to watch out for it. Listen, Bruce what I'm Brown? saying, though, Bruce what I'm Brown? saying, though, get, what, you're me? What, what I'm saying is, though, get, KD played out of his mind. And still wasn't enough, right? If Zach Levine plays right. in the Florida game and get 28, 7, and 8, that's still not going to be enough. But this is what I'm saying. I don't think that Zach Levine can go legend like KD did in that series. I'm not saying that. No. What I'm saying okay. is he won't have to. For example, when we talk about the what if of if the Pistons draft Carmelo instead of Darko, what I often say is people say, well, Carmelo wouldn't have been a, a 30 point, a 28 point, 28, 9, 29 point guy. If you look at those be. teams, he wouldn't have had to been. If you yeah. look at those teams, they lost to Brown putting up 25 straight by what, seven? Like, if we had one guy that, like, hey, he can give us an efficient 20, we would have won. But that's yeah. what I'm saying about this Bulls team. They're assembled in a way that they're not those, those back, the, the Pistons with Ben Wallace and Rasheed and Billups and all. They're not that. But what I'm saying is they're complete enough to where he wouldn't have been asked to do all that. Because if he gets rolling, then what happens next? Okay, Levine gets rolling, you got to double him. Okay, great. You got to leave Lonzo open. Lonzo shot 40 points from three last year. Oh, okay, well, you just cover Lonzo. Okay, great. You got DeMar DeRozan, who, like, while people make all the jokes in the world about his mid-rangers, he's efficient from there. Right. He's a good shooter from there. And then you say, okay, well, we could pre-rotate to those two. 
You've got more ball players who can hit shots. You don't need guys who are going to be dominant. I'm just saying, if he is really good, they'll be all right. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. And, and I mean, you did talk me. I, I thought you was going but, in the direction that he didn't have to have those extraordinary games. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is, if if you look at that roster, right? Okay, so last year on the net, who was their, who was their third option after KD and half of Harden? Who was their third option? Like Griffin. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So, so a buyout guy, right? A, a guy who got bought out, right? Uh, the, uh, the Blake, Blake Griffin didn't really get, he powdered his way out. Let's call it a powder. Okay. He's a powder. So, He's so, a powder. He powdered, so he powdered his way out, right? Yeah. Okay. Now who's the, who's the Bulls fourth option? Nikola Vucevic? No, mm. I would say... I would say so. I would say Honestly, so. Honestly, watch, watching them watching them play is probably DeRozan. No, nah, no. Nah, heck, no. Nah. DeRozan getting 20 shots a game, bro. He's a two option. He's the two option for sure. I'm watching so, the game right now, bro. I'm I mean, playing. even if even if we look up even if we look up their shot attempts per game, I'm telling you, whoever their fourth option is is a better scorer at this point in their career than Blake Griffin. There is no like Yeah, very true. Very true. That's that's all I'm saying. So if their fourth is better than the other team's third, it it stands to reason he won't need 48, 15, and 12 in order for them to hang tough in that game. No, that's, no, no, that's no. no. But but I do think Zach Levine to beat the Bucks or the Nets if the Nets ever like trade Kyrie and get a third option. Hello. To beat them, to, to, to beat the to beat the Bucks or the Nets, or even Philly at that point. Because the Philly, when they trade Ben Simmons, they're gonna get somebody solid for it. Um when when they to beat those three teams, Levine probably gonna have to average twenty eight, which means he's gonna have to have a couple games over thirty. He might have a couple games where he got close to twenty. He's gonna have to have at least two three games over thirty. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, fishing, fishing thirty two. Again, that the 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 Kyrie saga is dragging out, and it, we're not gonna talk about it today intentionally. But I that that trade as well as the Ben Simmons trade, I think those are two trades that are gonna shake up the NBA as we know it. Because I'm going to tell you, there are multiple teams that I see as having the assets in draft capital and the players to get some go right now. That could end up with both, but that's another story for another time. So with all of this being said about the Ball Brothers, do you think either one of them win an award this year? Because there's no more rookie of the year for either one of them. So do you think that LaMelo or Lonzo could win most improved player? Um. No, just because of the seasons they had last year, I don't think mm-hmm. they're going to make a statistical enough jump to win those awards. I think their impact on the team is going to come in a form of just having a greater understanding of basketball. So I think they're going to do a lot of things that don't show up on the stat sheet or a lot of things that result in in wins for their team. But I don't think that either one of them is going to make like this huge jump in a box score that would even put them in that category. That's fair. That's fair. I'll, I'll tell you this. Lonzo Ball is like Jason Kidd with a jump shot, and that's kind of crazy to see because Jay Kidd could not shoot for, like, the first half of his career yeah. until his knees left, and then, like, he couldn't move. I'm going I'm to I'm be honest. I'm going to be honest. He giving me he giving me better better than Rondo. Like, I'm going to be honest. He giving me, he giving me oh, yeah. Rondo with a three-point shot. Like, like yeah. the things he yeah. do on the court, like control the pace, pass mm-hmm. the ball, uh, looks for pass first. He gave me Rondo with a with a, with a Gucci belt. 
It gives me Ron over the. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. The two G's joint too. The big two G's. Yeah, you yeah, you got to yeah. see it. Got to see it. All right. So, um, you know, at the end of the day, I, I think that we can all agree these teams are going to have a, a good modicum of success. And these are two teams on the rise. But on the flip side of that, we got to look at a team in the decline. And uh, we're going to switch gears here to football. But those Kansas City Chiefs, they are now three and four. Mahomes was pulled out of their last game with a concussion. I'm pushing panic, by the way. And, <laughs> and um, well, Chris said it. He's pushing panic. Josh, are you pushing panic on this team? Are you? Are you? Is this after, dynasty over? After yesterday, the dynasty isn't over. But after yesterday's game, I'm I'm officially pushing panic, and I'll take it a step further and say uh, they aren't making the playoffs this year. I don't know if that necessarily means hey, bro, the dynasty hey, is done, but <laughs> don't you hate when guy guy you make it take, bro? He'd be like. I'm, I'm gonna take it a step further. They're not making a playoff. What a straightest <laughs> face, bro. The meanest face. He'd be like, they're not making a playoffs, bro. I they're, said what I said. Like, like, don't challenge me. I said you what a, I you said. Bro. Hate, you would hate for guy to be your doctor, bro. He walk in the room. I'm gonna tell you, you got diabetes, and I'm gonna take it one step further. Game three is setting in <laughs> on that right foot. Game three, big mama finna lose her foot. That's what's finna happen right now. Go ahead, don't judge. Go ahead, man. No, I was just saying, after I don't know if that necessarily says the uh, franchise, I mean, the dynasty is over because, you know, it's always things that you when you got players as that talented, always moves that you can make after a bad season to bounce back next year. But as far as this season goes, I can't even necessarily give you a. I'm sorry, I saw this game yesterday, um, but like, I guess I didn't process this. I just look at the box score. Chad Henney is in the NFL still? Yeah. Yeah. Chad Henney, you know, listen, a lot of people don't understand this. Being a backup quarterback is the best gig in the world. Bro, I tell people all the time. I was just arguing with people on PlayStation, bro. If I had to pick any job in the world, backup QB, be a, be, get paid close to a million dollars or a little bit over a million dollars to practice. Wait, wait, you said close to a million dollars? Yes. Justin Herbert's backup is Chase Daniels. You know how much Chase Daniels is getting paid? Probably make three, four million. Four million dollars, bro. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. This man's career earnings got to be up in the 30 30 range. It got to be. His career earnings are breaking down to do, 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 do. Um, His career earnings, 38.9 million. So, yeah. Yeah, backup quarterbacks like, and y'all that remember the best job. Chase Daniels played for the Lions. Stafford gets hurt. He got in there, and that boy was Dookie Water. He was awful. <laughs> he was terrible. And they was like, "Hey, it's all right. We'll, we'll pay you four mil to come over here and sit on the bench." Like, yeah, that's kind of part of the game, bro. Wow. 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 Um, that that just made me lose my whole train of thought. But I I, I can't necessarily pinpoint what it is. Um, that that put the Chiefs in this direction. I said in weeks past they were looking to flip that switch, but yesterday they just looked like a team that that forgot how to play football. They didn't even know how to play football. Hey, hey, I, I'll pinpoint it for you. I, I I'll send you a letter and throw a put a put an eagle out there with a with a note on it. <laughs> it's they prioritized that offense, thought they was just gonna out shoot everybody, and they didn't go get one player on defense. You could tell. Clear listen, Gibbs can block their D line, and he hasn't played football in God knows how long. 
Hey, I ain't blocked nobody in since high school, dog. <laughs> like, <that laughs> and Gibbs can block their D line, bro. They asked me to switch the O line in college, and I was like, Yeah, nah, bro. I am not doing that. <laughs> not doing that, big time. Listen, 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 listen. I probably could catch a reception deep on them. You know, like I, that secondary is 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 horrendous. Somebody came up with a meme about uh, every time Sorensen is deep in coverage because literally Tyron Matthew gets mad when he like blows coverages and every time in the middle of the field Tyron Matthew is like <laughs> it's like five it's like five different pictures of him in the exact same pose all just looking at Sorensen getting beat deep so I mean yeah yeah you got a point I honestly I think that this is this is over the Chiefs being really good is over for the next at least three to four years because of how much they paid Mahomes number one and number two they have not made good decisions they just have not made good decisions as why would you try to make Orlando Brown your left tackle when you throw the ball 40 times a game now don't get me wrong Orlando Brown graded out really well for the Ravens y'all aren't the Ravens the Ravens run it 30 times a game. The Ravens just tied the all-time record for most 100-yard games consecutively in NFL history. And remember, running the ball used to be all teams could do. The ball used yeah. to be shaped like a basketball. You know how hard it was to throw that 30 yards? <laughs> so it was all they could do. And yet and still, the Ravens have set a new mark for the ability to run the ball. So with that being said, to then say, oh, yeah, that left tackle is the one I want. The guy who's used to going forward 30 times a game, he'll go backward 40 times a game just as efficiently. Huh? <laughs> Who told you that? Where where did you get that understanding from? And they, like I said, Mahomes left the game yesterday with a concussion. Now, he cleared concussion protocol. He allegedly passed the concussion testing, uh, but he was kept out of the game by Andy Can- Reid. Can, can, can we talk about the two Gibbs? Can we talk about it? Let's talk about it. Who Let's does this team it. think their defense is that they can only play one half of football? They have lost almost every – they've only won one first half of football this whole season. They've only won one half of football. The first half, I mean. They've only won one first half. Who do they think their defense is where they can play, play around in the first half on offense and then blow everybody up? Who, who, who do they think they had on defense? I, you know – Gibbs, Gibbs, can you tell me? Can you tell me a, a team other than the Lions whose secondary is worse? Honestly, um, I mean, because the Panthers, I was gonna say Panthers, but they just got Gilmore, so you can't say you Panthers. Know what? No more. And, and even without Gilmore, Dante Jackson is pretty good too. I mean, uh, I can't. Not what's what secondary? What secondary team? The only other team I, you might be able to say, I and that, wanna, that's a strong might. I want to know who Sorensen got nudes of in that front office. Who he, <laughs> he got some dirt on somebody. Let me explain something to you. This man is a safety linebacker hybrid that wears the number 49. That right there should tell you where his game is. He should be in the box, covering a flat, maybe a hook curl, maybe a deep third? A deep half? That boy is fish food. And I'm talking Captain Jay's with the extra lemon pepper on it. This man is cooked. <laughs> Anytime you see him deep. I remember watching the uh, game against the Bills, and it was literally like, anytime the receivers went deep, 
literally any time a Bills receiver went deep against Sorensen, it was a catch or a pass interference for about six straight passes. And I'm like, yo, at some point in time, like, I don't care how bad the guy is behind him. Sorensen needs to sit just to realize what I'm doing is not working right now. Like, that's just the reality. So, you know, I mean, again, Sorensen is a great hitter. I think he'd be a really good outside linebacker. But as a safety, uh, not so much. Not, not so much. Anywho, I, I hope that yeah. they figure it out because yeah, re- really quickly to intervene, uh, just to slide a quick um, slander hotline segment in here for for two seconds, just because I saw a stat that I couldn't believe with my own eyes. Um, the New York Jets. Do you know how many passing yards they have in the first quarter of this season as a team? A hundred. Got it. Zero right, negative. Wait, zero? Zero. Stop playing. I will bet against that every week. No <laughs> Zero. I will bet against that every week, bro. Whoever is betting on they unders is eating, boy. <laughs> they make it. They sell some money. And listen, remember, remember, everybody said, well, Zach Wilson is the guy. He's, you know, he's going to be. That's the quarterback we said was going to be the worst. Yes. He hasn't yes. been the worst yet. Because Justin Fields is, is thinking it. Justin, Justin Fields, Fields. Here's, here's, he had, here's he had his moments, but he, he was pretty bad. I was him. just about to say, the thing about Justin Fields, he's looked bad at some times, but, I mean, at least there have been a lot of positives with him. With Zach Wilson, it's like, yeah, so, Zach, uh, <laughs> if you could try to not throw the ball to the guys in the other color jerseys, like, that <laughs> But anyway, I you know what though? I don't think either one of them are good. So it's like, oh, which one is worse? Like a, a turd sandwich or a turd taco? Like, you know, like uh, either way, ain't ain't really much on the menu that you like, you know what? I'm good. I ain't even hungry for real no more. Um, and and the last thing that we gotta talk about, because we talked about rookie quarterbacks struggling, we gotta talk about rookie head coaches. Because USC, uh Carson Palmer, who is now a part of the search committee for USC and replacing their former head coach, Clay Helton, named four guys as um, folks that USC was looking at. Penn State's James Franklin, Iowa State's Matt Campbell, Cincinnati's Luke Fickle, and Steelers coach Mike Tomlin. So, fellas, tell me what you think about this list of finalists for uh, the, the USC job. And also, are you surprised that Urban Meyer isn't on that list? Let's take this one, Chris. That's a tough one, Gibbs. That's a tough one. I mean, Mike Tomlin, your guy. You the Steelers guy. You you want to see your coach stay That's in the what, Chris? I mean, I mean, but see, the thing is, the thing is, though, it's a it's a Tomlin was there with those a lot of those all guys. He's been there. Uh, this is eleventh season with the Steelers, I believe. He's mm-hmm. been there. He was been there through three different locker rooms. He was there with that. Defense wins everything. Locker room. He was there with that. Our our defense is good, but our offense might be better. Locker room. And then he was also there for the Antonio Brown fiasco, and now he's there for the end of Big Ben. So to be honest with you, I would love to see him stay. However, I don't think he fits our situation anymore. Mm. Honestly, honestly, honestly. That's why it's tough. That's why it's tough. Uh, so, at the end of the day, I'm a ride for Tomlin. If we keep Tomlin for another 10 years, I'm happy. But I think the locker room has changed so much that 
he would be better off going to a team that's more suitable to his style of play. You know what I mean? So let me ask you this. What what would you think the Steelers' next option is or what type of coach would you want as the Steelers' next guy uh, for that job? Man, to be honest with you, uh, what's the guy that you uh, you rave about? Uh, ah, man, it's the, it's, the, it's the black head coach. He used to coach the 49ers. I can't think of his name right now. Ah, what's his name, Gibbs? You know what Mike I'm talking Singletary? about. Yeah, no, 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 no. The other one, other one, other one, other one, other one. Uh, he bought dark skin. Um, what's his name? I'm drawing a blank. 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 He wasn't. He didn't have a job. He's an offensive coordinator right now. He he's an offensive coordinator right now. Hmm. I who's he the offensive coordinator for? Oh, Eric Bieniemy. Yeah, Eric Bieniemy. Yeah, 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 I just yeah. found it. I just found it. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. I yeah. think he would be perfect for us because if you remember on the 49ers team, he had a, a young quarterback, young mobile quarterback, and he also had a solid defense. And that's kind of what the direction the Steelers have to go in. Quick note. Eric Bieniemy is the Chiefs guy. The guy you're thinking about who was the offensive coordinator when the 49ers had a running quarterback is Greg Roman. He's currently the offensive coordinator for the Ravens. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I mean. So, yeah, yeah. I think we need a guy like that because, obviously, after Big Ben, the, the, the league is telling you you need a mobile quarterback if you want to succeed. The league is telling you. So, I, I feel know, like the only uh, way is... A pretty interesting uh, fact about Lamar Jackson and how great he is, right? So the average or the mean, rather, the mean amount of rushing yards for, no, it's median. Yeah, it's median, not me. The median amount of yards that quarterbacks rush for in a season jumped up by 30 yards after Lamar's first year as a starter. And granted, if you understand how media works, that doesn't mean that Lamar's number is factored into that. It means the year after Lamar became a starter, the very next year, the middle of the pack quarterbacks rushed for about 30 to 50 more yards per year than they did before. Hmm. Think about that. People looked at Lamar and said, well, these quarterbacks probably need to run more. Interesting thought. Anywho, yeah, I think that that's the interesting thing to look at. Anywho. Josh, what you thinking for this USC job, man? Is 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 uh Carl, is Carlson Palmer smoking on on Tuca or what's going on? What's <laughs> well, um, for starters, question to you: What is how did Carson Palmer fall? I, Carson Palmer went to USC, right? Yes, he won the Heisman there. Was a but first round draft pick out of there. What What are his qualifications to to be this guy to find these coaches? I I. You know, qualifications is a, a very interesting thing. And, you know, you know, I'm a, I'm a man of faith. And as a good book says, you know, he doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the call. OK, and that's what we're going to assume happened with Carson Palmer here, because I, I don't know what his qualifications are. I, I so so what I think is happening here, and I honestly think they're going to get one of these coaches. Um, reports are saying that James Franklin recently changed his agent. It like James Franklin is going to be a USC coach next year. Mm. That's that's what the the reports are saying is most likely to happen. But um. Right here, I think this is just a case of USC still being a big market because regardless how they perform, it's still USC. Them having a marquee person to find these coaches 
And I think it was a matter of him saying like, hey, I'm Carson Palmer. Like, I know people who are some coaches that's like one or if I said these coaches name, you would know who they are. And at that point, he made calls and he he wants to get uh, he, he wants to get a name as the coach for USC. If that will benefit them as a team, as opposed to finding a coach that's already a part of the program, finding a coach that people don't know about. It has yet to be seen, but I don't think that any of these coaches fits USC's program. I think it's just a matter of Carson Palmer being a guy that they gave this job to. And he's like, hey, I need to find some names to like, hey, they can be the coach. You know, I the, the very interesting thing about USC in this search, I think that Urban Meyer embodies everything that USC is about. Like he's he's a flashy guy. He's a guy that, you know, what I mean, he's while I agree with the landscape of just the world right now. I oh, think they're on. avoiding oh, I think on. I think they're avoiding come uh, on. I think they're avoiding Urban Meyer on on purpose. Man, listen. I'm and I'm I'm going to say this and I mean it. I'm going to say this and I mean it, right? We talk about the landscape of the world a lot. What are y'all willing to bet in 3 years? Nobody's going to be talking about this Deshaun Watson thing anymore. What are y'all willing to bet? Oh, I guarantee I guarantee that they aren't. Yeah, you they know why? all that stuff. After you know why? Because winning covers over a multitude of sins. Yeah. The reason that people even still talk about the Deshaun Watson allegations is because, number one, he's not helping the Texans win. Number two, he's not helping their team win. If that man gets traded to the Panthers tomorrow and all of a sudden they go on a 10-game winning streak and are out there competing for a Super Bowl – People are gonna be like, you know, yeah. actually, I Sam mean, Darnold been Sam Darnold been pretty solid this year. I want to see him. You Sam Darnold just got benched. He just got I benched mean, in New York. I mean, I mean, he's he's he started off the season good. I mean, oh say. yeah, yeah, you know, I definitely think you could develop him. You know, I really want to see Deshaun at Miami and Pittsburgh, man. That oh, oh, that will be listen. Just, I, all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is this: regardless of your personal feelings about these players, these coaches, whoever the case may be. The coach that got fired from Iowa, that strength head and conditioning coach who got fired from Iowa for being blatantly racist. This man, a player came late to a lift once. He pulls down his pants, untucks his shirt, turns his hat to the back and says, oh, look at me. I'm Deshaun. I'm all cool. Granted, the player's name wasn't the player's name. I, I don't believe the player's name was Deshaun, but he imitated a black player by sagging his pants, untucking his shirt, turning his hat to the back, and doing some weird hand gestures. And do you know what happened to him after he got fired? He got rehired by Urban Meyer. Yeah. I am telling you, as much as as much as people would like to think that, like. Cancel culture is a thing and like, oh, well, there's there's repercussions for being a bad person or being. It, it is crazy. in the moment, which is why Urban Meyer is not on his list. It, it is in the moment. Urban Meyer, this thing hasn't over. Done, Urban Meyer hasn't even done nothing like crazy. I know. Like, feeling on a shorty in the bar. Hey, at least it was consensual. Like, yeah, you know I mean, ain't nobody going to trip off that. <laughs> I'll tell you this. The only concern that I would have if I was USC and going after an Urban Meyer is how long does this health hold up? Because he's already had multiple heart or I don't know. One know if, I don't want to call him heart attacks if he hasn't had heart attacks, but he's already had multiple episodes where he's had to be hospitalized or had to seek special treatment for his heart. I don't know how long that is sustainable, but, you know, he needs a lot of heat. 
in his life. He needs a lot. Of, I know he's got a lot of, of uh, humidity and heat in Jacksonville, but I think that he'll be all right in that dry heat in California as well. You know, I'm, I'm just saying that's just my thought. I, You know, anywho, we know y'all tired of us talking about USC and their delusions of getting Mike Tomlin and the Ball Brothers, and how the NBA is set up for all these young players to get up. Oh, before we go, one more thing. James Harden is averaging three free throws a game, and yep. his numbers have dropped drastically. Chris, you're a Harden guy. Are they just listen, not giving them calls? Or listen, he, bro. Listen, bro. Listen, bro. His over-under line is set at 18 and a half. I need it. I need it. Bro, Give it here. At, 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 one, at, <laughs> at one point in time, James Harden over was 37. 30. And a half yeah, points. it used to be wild. 37. At one and a half. time. Woo. At one time. This I, new listen. rule said Harden, humble yourself. Because Harden, now, now Harden, you got to go back to the drawing board. You got to figure out a new, new go to. You know what I think did the, did him in? The Olympics. Because in the Olympics, those refs was legit looking at NBA stars crazy when they was like jumping into guys after a pump fake or something like that. Like, bro, that's not how you shoot. <laughs> right. <laughs> Kevin Love, we know your shot release is straight up and down. You ain't never jumped forward in your life to let that jump shot go. And now here you are going three feet forward to run into him. Listen, all I'm saying is him and Trey Young are both ending up in some bad situations. And I knew this was why, as much as I love Nate McMillan, I picked the Hawks to finish seven because I didn't know how tough the NBA was going to enforce this new rule and how Trey Young was going to react. So far, it's been tough sledding for him and Harden. Can, can we have a conversation about uh, why... I'm not even going to say it was just like the... just the, the sports, like social media, things like that. Of course, they always have foolish things to say. But even the sports media outlets that's as prominent as ESPN was running entire segments talking about how Steph Curry was about to be cooked with this new rule. Like, have they not watched uh, the Warriors play basketball? Steph and also, ass, Steph, bro. Ain't I was no just about to say, Steph does it from time to time. That yeah. is not like a core part of his game. That's a core part of Harden's game. Right. Hooking another player's arm and like falling with that player and be like, oh, ref, he pushed me. It's like a core part of, of you know, that's a core fundamental value for James Harden. Like, that's not something you can get rid of. For, for Steph, it's like, mm, I'll do it if it's available. I'll try it. I'll, I'll see what I can right. get away with here. Man, that's tough. Anywho, um, so do y'all think that they'll adjust, or do you think Harden and Trey are just cooked? To, for me personally, and I'm going to start this off by saying, Trey is younger. I think he has more time to get it right and get it fixed up. Because in college, he wasn't like this. He was not right. seeking fouls. Because like, in college, they're not going to give you those fouls. He just adjusted to the NBA style of play. Exactly. He adjusted to the NBA style of play. And he's only been in that for, what, four years? He's been right. in the league as long as Luka. So that's, what, three or four? If he he could figure out how to fix that and stop doing it. Harden, I don't know. He's been doing this for too long, man. <laughs> well, Harden, I will say this. That. Quick, quick stat real quick, just to put this into context, because I think he's in bigger trouble than a lot of people lead on just because his level of talent and his production over the years. Throughout the course of his career, James Harden has attempted more free throws than he has shots. He's attempted exactly. more free throws than field goals. Exactly. Exactly. That And that's my point exactly. That's my... At the end of the day, James Harden getting to the free throw line is not like a bonus of what he does. Like, for Trey, it's a big part of his game, but it's not like the that is kind of like the foundation. For Harden, 
he was averaging what 12, 13 free throw shots a game last year? Yeah. Try 16, sir. 16? 16. The NBA should have knew that was a problem. <laughs> they should have knew something wasn't right there. Like somebody should anywho. So 16 points a game. And what how many did he average last year? How many points did he average last year? Uh when he got traded to Brooklyn, he ended up averaging like 25, 26. He was shooting 16 free throws a game and he's averaging 26. Yeah. That man was making five field goals and getting to the line. Dog. Yes. Dog. Oh my God. That's horrible. Yeah, he's cooked. I think he's done. I, I don't know if he can reinvent himself because it's it's been too long. It's oof. Oof. Yikes. That's tough. That's tough. Man, Chris, you think he figures it out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Harvey okay. I mean, it's still James Harden. I mean, James Harden can hoop. It's in every game he played, he didn't get 16 free throws. So he's you. had some 60-point games where, yeah, he had 15 free throws, but they was, like, from going to the basket. I think part of Harden, he easing into this. Um, and, then you know, the media is all over Brooklyn right now with this Kyrie situation. So, you know, Harden never was good in the yeah. bright light. So I think yeah. when, the, when the Kyrie thing blow over, they get another star out there. I think Harden would be okay. Still right, my favorite we, for MVP, man. Well, you heard Indicated. it here first. He's still Chris' favorite for MVP. So, hey, Chris been on point with the betting. And Josh told you about uh, Lamar, I mean, Jamar Chase being the, the guy for rookie of the year. It. And it's looking like he running away with that thing. He resetting rookie receiver records like, like nobody's business. So, the, the crazy right. thing about crazy thing about Jamar Chase is like I'm watching these Bengals games and I'm watching him make catch catches as as if he's a vet and I'm double taking like yo is that Jamar Chase like hey facts over act we bring you we bring you the bets we bring you what's gonna put money in your pockets all right mm-hmm. if you don't listen to us for nothing else we bring you the bets all right anywho I know y'all tired of us talking about rookies and talking about uh, file chasing but come on back next week and a week after that and a week after that. Peace and love, y'all. Yeah,